Hello, and welcome to the Front Porch Pod, the show about nothing. In tonight's episode, we will discuss the following topics. NFL domestic violence issues. NFC East review. We will check our Week 12 NFL picks and make our Week 13 ones. College football madness. And of course, thought-provoking shit. Pull up a seat and enjoy the show. To the front porch, now you sit in front court. It's a show about nothing but still your number one source. We be talking sun sports, so whatever you come for, better check the box score. I ain't done, I got more. Listen, when I chop it up, I can get your knowledge up. Don't ignore the obvious, time that you acknowledge us. If I say it, then I meant it. When I said it, we can play it, we can spin it, we can listen, we can edit. It's that Michael Jordan call the flow. Almost time to start the show. Time around, we taking over. I just thought the y'all should know. Sit back, relax, because I drop facts. You are now tuned to the Front Porch Podcast. Yo, what's good, man? Well, Carter, I got two things for you tonight. One's appropriate, one's inappropriate. You just got to let me know which one you want to hear first. Saturday night. Yeah, let's go. Uh, inappropriate first. Fuck it. Inappropriate for 500. Gotcha. Correct. Um, the other day I was Google searching uh, the average size of a penis <laughs> just, just, just to see how far behind I am from the average uh, male. And uh, in my searches, I actually found out that the girth of the average penis is actually thicker than the length is, you know, tall, which is amazing for me to even hear. Can you, can you, I mean, can you wrap your mind around that? <laughs> I was shocked. Dude. The, the girth average is like 3.8 inches and the fucking length average is, uh, like 3.1 or something. And I just had to share. Holy <laughs> oh. fuck. Let me know let me know when you regroup. I got I got something else for you too. Yeah. Yeah, go, let me hear the next one. Oh, well, holy fuck, what a start. <laughs> hey, I was always told to sprint to the fight, man. So that's what I did tonight. I sprinted right to this motherfucker. Say, say less. Let's do uh, it. So I hurt my back of a muscle, a muscle sprain uh, in the weight room deadlifting. Um, partially because uh, I was late that day and I cut my warm-up short. Not a serious injury, but it's definitely kept me out for the past couple of days. And I think it's going to keep me out for at least one more. But uh, – so all my talks and communications in my phone has been like, what do you, what should I do for back muscle pains and what should I do like for preventative measures, what stretches, blah, blah, blah. Today on social media, bro, and I've noticed this a lot, but today it was ridiculous. Yeah. I saw a hundred ads on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat all pertaining to back health shit. Uh, inversion tables special inserts for your oh, yeah. souls 
uh, pain rel- relieving creams. And it just got me thinking, like, this is fucking weird, and these fucking ads are awesome. Dude, I, I see ads on my work computer and my laptop about Blue Studios, our microphone company. Oh, All 100%. All the time. It's Dude, weird. When you hit agree to terms for these social media, you're agreeing that they can scan messages, audio, all that, dude. Yeah. Now, I guess their privacy things have uh, gotten a little stronger post-election, but for them to to tailor ads specifically to me today and probably for the next couple days all on back health, dude, i I tell you what I'm going to start doing. Anytime I'm looking for a deal on something, I'm just going to text it to you randomly. Yeah, I'm gonna be like Kevin Durant jersey. Next thing you fucking know, you're scrolling and boom, fifty percent off Kevin Durant jersey at this at this website, dude. That's how these ads work. It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. It's so so good at like just like flooding your uh, timeline, so like you have to see it at least, and then eventually you're gonna remember it, and then you're gonna engage with it. Kind of like I'm, what that's gonna happen with the front porch, you know? I'm actually more blown away about the um ads than i am about the fucking fact about the penis i found out (laughs) yeah that's they're both pretty pretty interesting i gotta say yeah so that's what i got to start the night what's up with you man um well i got this new classic rock cd um one would say it is um uh, i guess a little more quiet but also a little more loud more portable can go in a cd player or a car um so yeah, I've been rocking out all day to this this new CD I have. Um, yeah, it's been pretty awesome. Gotta love a little classic rock tune, you know. Uh, I love a new classic rock CD. Just add to the collection. Yep, I have a very big Nothing. collection, but I, I'm always looking to grow it. Correct. Uh, but uh, I was watching uh, your Cowboys last night or Thursday night. Absolutely handle the New Orleans Saints. So yeah. that was pretty interesting. I think uh, I, for some reason I took the money line in that game, and it worked out. I was a little nervous at the end when they got Drew Brees got the ball back with, like, what, 50 seconds left and two timeouts maybe? No, it was a little more than that, actually, a little bit over a minute left. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I was a little worried, but uh, you seemed pretty confident from, like, a halftime on. I was I was uh, really impressed, I got to say. They, they look like they could very well can control the NFC East. To me, Carter – that was an easy pick. Saints 10 in a row. Cowboys hot. Um, at home on Thursdays where the Cowboys actually are pretty good, unlike other teams. Um, broke two of my own rules on Thursday, and I'm glad I did. I took the Cowboys to win outright, and I put a significant amount of money on it. Um, so I have a lot of money to play with tomorrow, and I, uh, I'm i getting real excited. Yeah, that's always fun. I took the under today in Alabama, and... Uh Georgia and uh, it was 63 and a half and the final score was 35 28 63 saved by the hook you fucking love to see it baby yeah yeah you got you got lucky there sure Um, did crazy day on college football but uh I don't I don't want to I don't want you to forget this one fact Carter what's that the Eagles are hosting the Redskins on Monday night and they must win this football game now they have to win or the season's pretty much over. Oh, it is yeah, over. Could, Excuse me. Well, you're going to Dallas next week, which is going to be a tough win. Dallas is playing really good football, man. They really are. 
and they have a um, long wait until they play Philly next week after they yeah. just beat the Saints. That defense um, is exceeding expectations. I mean, it's it's honestly insane. There's there is a couple good players on that defense, and uh, Rod Marinelli he does a great job with that Tampa too. And the Cowboys are uh, trending upwards, and in my opinion, I think they they will run away with the NFC East. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think the Eagles have a slim chance, but the Redskins aren't a threat at all. Even if the Redskins win this week, they're not beating Dallas to get in, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, plus they've already played Dallas. The only If e- Eagles need to win this week, because they have a chance to tie the division and actually take the lead next week if they beat Dallas, if they win tomorrow, if they win Monday. So uh, Eagles got a lot more to, to play for than the Redskins, which is why I think they'll win on Monday. But the Cowboys, man, just Tyron Smith's not even playing. Um, obviously, uh, you know, starting centers out with some type of crazy genetic disorder. Dak yeah, Prescott's terrible. playing a little better. Um, he's still not playing a hundred million dollars better, which is what they're going to give him. Right. So I'm going to be bitching pretty heavy once he gets extended. Cause this is a big Cowboys got a big off season. Demarcus Lawrence is playing on the tag. Dak Prescott, they're saying they're looking to extend. Do you let Elliott play out another year in his rookie deal? Uh, Amari Cooper's due for an extension. This is going to be an interesting offseason. So uh, the Cowboys, assuming they win the NFC East this year, they're going to be looking at a guy in Dak Prescott who's won two NFC East titles in three years. They almost have to give him a big contract. Oh, they're going to keep him. Jerry loves him. Jason Garrett loves him too. Yeah, I still don't love Jason Garrett. I mean, in my opinion, it doesn't matter. But, fuck, I don't like – I don't think he's a great coach. He's pretty good at clapping his hands and, you know, slapping his players' asses when they run off the field, I got to say. Yeah, exactly. But let's talk about that game Monday night because it has huge significance. Um, the Eagles have to win. I think they win sing pretty or pretty easily. What do you think? I don't touch Monday night games. I feel like the Eagles are definitely going to win um, because the NFL needs them to win because the NFL needs the Dallas-Philly game to be viewed heavily. Um and if that game's for the division lead on the line, uh, that game's going to be more heavily watched than it would be if they lose to the Redskins. So I don't think Carson Wentz is losing to Colt McCoy at home on Monday night. No, sure isn't. And if he does, it's going to be a long last four or five or what? It, yeah, three games, I guess. Yeah, because the, the Cowboy season actually isn't overly tough. Philly at home, then Indianapolis the following week. That's not going to um, be tough. That's not going to be easy, though. No, no, the Indianapolis game will not be easy. But after that, I think they play like Tampa Bay. And then uh, they got someone else that's pretty easy. The Cowboys' schedule to to end this season isn't that hard. Um, I'm pulling it up right now just so I can see who's on that. So So they're hosting the Eagles. They're at Indianapolis. At Indianapolis, I'm telling you, if they can beat the Eagles next week, they'll probably lose that game to Indy. They'll beat the Buccaneers at home. And, I mean, the Giants in New York in Week 17 is not going to be no easy game. So, Correct. I have to just wait and see how it plays out. I think the Cowboys are obviously, you know, one up on the Eagles because they literally are one fucking game up. So that was even stupid to say. <laughs> I got. I think I have a hot take for you. I think the Eagles win pretty, pretty easily on Monday night. Short week, they go to Dallas, and I think it's a primetime game at 425, right? Um. Yes, four twenty-five to preview that game of the week on Fox. Yeah, I think the Eagles win, and I have one thing left to say. Oh my gosh, what is it? And the Eagles beat Dallas, 
that Sunday and then go to L.A. and beat the Rams. And then the division is all messed up and we're going to be in a crazy situation. Dude, what do you think? I think you should give me your classic rock CD so I can listen to it. <laughs> That's what I personally think. You're fucking uh, out of yeah. your mind. You're out yeah. of your mind. Very Spoken well could like be. a true Eagle fan. No, uh, to be honest with you, I don't think they're gonna. the Eagles have enough to uh, over. Like Their defensive backfield is just horrifically injured. Um, there's just a lot of you know guys that weren't even on the the let, the season the, to start the year, let alone the Super Bowl team last year. And there's just too much that's going to be thrown at them. Yeah, I think they do beat the Redskins this this coming Monday night. But going into Dallas, if Dallas continues to play the way they have been, their momentum. I think Van Der Esk. I've said this numerous times on the show. Is a rookie, but obviously he's. I think he did. I hear he leads the league in tackles. Correct. No, I don't think he leads the league in tackles, but he's up there. He's very well. I don't know. I heard him. Maybe, maybe he I, does. Maybe he does because they've played and the other guys haven't, you know? Correct. It's uh, Let's see what he does. Let's it's see what pretty crazy. Out, out, outside of my studio here, I'm hearing some ambulances and shit. I'm, I'm half tempted to go see what's going on out there. No shit. It sounds like it's like in my parking lot, man. Holy fuck. I don't fucking know. Hope it's not a fire or something. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Is it outside of the, like, your your building? I think so. Leighton Van Der Esch is second in tackles behind Darius Leonard for the Colts. Interesting. Obviously, Leonard uh, hasn't played this week yet, so he'll. He but, has. Uh, he has 114 to Van Der Esch, 102. Yeah, him and Smith. Cowboys' future on defense is pretty bright. They're gonna have to sign Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence is gonna command a huge contract because he is playing again. He's playing great yet again. Um, he's pretty good at running into the punter too. No, that was Randy Gregory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawrence is the other beast. Randy Gregory's not bad, but that was stupid. Which one had the domestic violence uh, issue? Gregory? Gregory. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, Gregory had the weed issue. The domestic violence guy is. Fuck, I can't even remember his name. Played for the Panthers? Yeah. Before fuck. he got signed to the Cowboys? The hell was his name? I gotta Google that. Yeah, I mean, just type in domestic violence Cowboys, you'll get yourself a quick search. Greg Hardy. That's right. Hardy was the person there. Yeah, Hardy's UFC fighting now. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, let me ask you this real quick. He's in the women's banterweight division. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Do the Chiefs take a step back without Kareem Hunt? We're, I know we're going to talk about uh, like yeah. domestic violence, but I just wanted to. Oh, they definitely take a step back, but Spencer Ware is a really good running back. Yeah, I'm 100%, but I think Kareem Hunt was one of the best pass catchers and runners, like dual threat in the league this year. They're going to take a step back, but Spencer Ware can catch the football. So we're going to see what – what we will see is how good Kareem Hunt actually was. Because if Spencer Ware comes in and produces, you know, then it's like, how good was Hunt? It's going to be the same thing as, like, how's Le'Veon Bell going to do next year on a different team? Right. Well, he's going to go to Kansas City. <laughs> That's what's going to happen there. Kansas City really had zero tolerance, man. They, they, they cut him. And I tell you what, and I, and I guarantee you this, someone is picking him up. <sighs> Who do you think would take on that backlash, though? Carter, we you saw the video, obviously, right? Yeah. It's 
not as bad as Ray Rice's. Sure isn't, no. Um, Ray Rice knocked his chick completely out and then drug her by the head. Obviously, Ray Rice was done. This is not a career ender for Kareem Hunt. Someone will claim him, get him for the fucking veterans minimum, <laughs> sit him out for six games. Dude, he's a, he's a Pro Bowl back. You think somebody will really take the chance oh, after yeah. the video came out? Look, yes. Their, their, their if, organiz- if, that, that organization would get so much heat and criticism. I don't yeah, know Yeah, well, trust me. If the Redskins are willing to take a risk on fucking Reuben Foster on potential alone, there's a reason Ray Rice never got back into the league. A, the footage was terrible, but B, he was old. The Redskins took a, took a plunge on fucking Reuben Foster, who has had multiple domestic violence issues. True. Someone is taking a chance on Kareem Hunt. Mark my words. They don't want to claim him because then they have to pay him his his rookie contract and pay him out. They can get him for the veterans minimum. He'll go to whoever will take a chance on him at this point. Right. Do you think it'll be like a contender? Because I heard Philly's in the mix on Twitter. I mean, it makes sense for Philly. That'd be actually crazy if Philly actually Carter, got him. He's not playing this year. He's going to remain on the commissioner's exempt list, and then he's going to start next year out six games. But, uh, he will be back, and he will be cheap for whoever signs him. He's talented, I gotta say. Yeah, and and you know what? And this is in no way or my, uh, like supporting domestic violence at all. What he did was just absolutely stupid, and you just you can't do that no matter what platform you're on. Um, but when you compare it to other guys, like we mentioned, Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy like pistol whipped this chick. Yeah, um, that that was nuts. Ray Rice knocked his woman out. We, you know, Reuben Foster got aggressive. The punter for the Giants or kicker for the Giants, Josh Brown, a few years ago, like punched his wife. Um, those are much serious. And and everyone's the the big push that happened was Hunt actually pushed one of his dudes. First of all, the dudes he was running with, they did a horrible job. Your only job in a night like that when you're out with Kareem Hunt is to make sure he doesn't get in trouble. Right, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta just force him into the room or something. Yeah, I tell you what, I would have done, Carter, if that was my boy and I was the first one there to stop him. What's that? Bear hugged his ass and got him out of there. Yeah, you got, you got. It's it's Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he's got too much on the line. Yeah, now of course he was fighting back when those guys were trying, but dude, you have to set him straight. If you're in his entourage that night, you have to make sure he gets back to that fucking hotel room without doing something stupid. Exactly. He's the fifth leading rusher in the league. (laughs) Yeah. Now, shame on him for for being in that situation, but... Yeah, shame on him for doing what he did, period. You know, there's there's no room for that at all. Yeah, but should he not be allowed to go out and have fun with his friends because he's an NFL player? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying shame on him for doing what he did to the Yeah, the, to the that's woman. what I'm saying. But it was all set up because of the situation he was in. He was out. It was 2, 3 in the morning. And, you know, we we socially believe that NFL players shouldn't be doing – shouldn't be out at 3 a.m. because they're NFL players. But they're right. humans, and they got to have fun, you know? Right, yeah. They deserve to be able to have a life outside of their profession, you know? Exactly. Well, like, and let it be known if the if – the, the rumor is the girl was using extremely derogatory language toward Kareem Hunt. So, you know, again, we're not condemning anything that he did, but it's just you wish you wish yeah. that things wouldn't escalate to that level, you know. Well, well, guess what, Carter? What's that? Who got the audio on film? Nobody, of course. Nobody, nobody, exactly. And 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 one other thing, and I and someone re, someone tweeted this out today. 
the NFL knew about this, and the first time they see the fucking video in both this and Ray Rice's incident is when TMZ fucking re- releases it. How? Yeah, what how is up is with that? that? That's so weird. Because you know that fucking the NFL has a much bigger checkbook than fucking TMZ. Like, come on, dude. Like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's insane. I really can't believe that. That is an alarming stat to me. Did TMZ just hold on to this video because it looked like it was taken like from the hotel? So oh yeah, TMZ oh yeah, that's the what video? they do. No, yeah, TMZ buys the video. They called the hotel up. First of all, the reports went out that he did this. TMZ calls the hotel up, and says, "Hey, did you get that on film?" The hotel says, "Yeah." TMZ says, "Here's here's a hundred grand or whatever," and they get the rights to the yeah yeah they get the rights to the it's probably much more than a hundred grand to be honest. So you think the NFL did the same thing and the hotel was like, "Oh, TMZ already got it." Sorry, probably. That's crazy. Uh, or, or I don't know. Someone needs to lose their job in the NFL for for this to be – because the NFL, I mean, they put them on a commissioner's exemplance after the video. Same thing as Ray Rice, after the video. Once the Ray Rice video dropped, you kind of knew his career was over. But like I said, right. I think someone takes a chance on Hunt. That's crazy. S- speaking of Hunt, I had a gym teacher in middle school whose name was Mike Hunt. Yeah, I had him too. <laughs> oh, Mike. Yeah, no, no joke, dude. My sixth, seventh, and eighth grade gym teacher's name was literally Mike Hunt. <laughs> Mike Hunt, spelled H-U-N-T. Swear, that's wild. That that is wild, isn't it? Like that was that made middle school so much better. Cause I was fat and fucking didn't have any friends, but I had Mike Hunt as my gym teacher. That's all you need, really. Mm-hmm. So what else you got for me? NFL wise? I think we pretty pretty much covered everything. Are you still talking or you mean like the like the domestic violence? I mean, I don't have much more to say on that. I think Kareem Hunt put himself in a bad position and what he did is gonna warrant a suspension, but I don't think his career's over. And I'm gonna leave it at that for me. Correct. I'll, I'm completely cool with that. Uh you wanna talk about our picks from last week? I sure do. Because I think you had, I had, a, you a, had good, a pretty good week, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Give me, give me the, give me so the you, standings. You took Houston, Who straight won? up. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You took the Giants and they covered, so that's two. New England money line, that's three. You took the Cardinals in thirteen. That was an L. You took the Colts. How minus. how about, what was the final of that game? Do you know? Uh, let me see here. Fuck, I just had it up. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) It was 45 to 10. Jeez. Okay, yeah, I didn't get that one right, that's for sure. Who else? Uh, The Colts, but they didn't cover. He took the Broncos, they won. He took the Green Bay money line, they lost. So what was I? Five and three? Five and seven. Or hold on. One, two, three. Three and one. Three and two. Four and two. Four and four. I was four and four. Yeah. Five hundred again. God damn. Oh, I took the Cowboys too though. Oh yeah. But, well, but, but, but you, not I don't think you the, did on a show. Yeah. No, not in the gambling state. I just mentioned that I that they were gonna win, but I don't right. touch Thursday night games. But I actually took right. that in real life, believe it or not. Yeah. That's so, crazy. so fuck, I didn't even have that good of a week. How'd you fare? I had the Giants, and then I had Carolina, the spread. That was a loss. The Colts spread, lost. Denver, 
win, Minnesota win, and Houston win. So I went one, two, three, four, and two. Fuck. You actually had a better week than me. It wasn't too bad. No. I'll, uh, I'll take 20 sweet hot wings and a fifth well, fuck. of Sailor Jerry. Sailor as Jerry? As of now. <laughs> What the fuck is that? It sounds interesting. It's a, it's a rum. It's good as hell. Have you have you not tried it? No, Carter. Carter. Oh my shit. You're gonna have to start hanging out with me more. I'll introduce you to good out good liquor. Dude, no, Sailor Jerry's good. I guarantee you, the listeners would say that Sailor Jerry's good. Shit, nobody says Carter. Let's ask the listeners in a Twitter poll after this episode. Okay, I don't even remember the name of it, and you just said it. Sailor Jerry. Don't hey, forget. Speaking of Sailor Jerry, big boxing match tonight. Sailor Jerry, he sounds like a he sounds like a fucking boxer. That's why I said that. But anyways, <laughs> I put some money on Fury. You did? Yeah, I put a nice chunk on him. I think he's gonna win. The odds are I shouldn't have done it. The odds are stupid, but I'm gonna stream it. Where where can you uh where can you stream it? Ah, oh, dude, I'm 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 buying it, but it's being streamed. I'm buying it. Oh yeah, you're buying yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyways. Let's get into our picks for week thirteen. All right, who are you who are you liking this week? Um, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers to cover minus three. Really, I do. I think coming off a loss, Chargers without Melvin Gordon uh, in Pittsburgh on a Sunday night, I'm taking the Steelers to cover. A battle of the 2003 QB draft class, Phil Rivers versus Big Ben. Big Ben at home's dynamite. I'm taking the Steelers to cover. Pittsburgh minus three, how much? Um, give me $50 on it. Interesting. I like the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to buy two points for my or plus seven in New England, 425 this Sunday. What do you think about that? I do think the Patriots uh, win, of course, but I think it's, I think that Vikings defense is pretty good, and it's going to give Tom Brady a little bit of trouble. I'm not, I'm not touching it. I, I I'm on. I just can't decide on that. Um, what I am going to take, yeah, I, I don't know about. I'm just, I'm on the fence about that. I'm totally neutral. I'm just not going to touch it. Um, but I'm going to take the Raiders and the points at home with the Chiefs up against what they're up against. I'm going to take the Raiders plus 15 and a half uh, at home. I think they can give the fans a a decent game in this one. You got 15 and a half. I'm taking them in the points. I don't think they get blown out. I think it's a fairly safe bet. I'll put 50 on it. Oh, does your line say 15 and a half though? That's what I meant. Oh yeah. I'm on my bookie right now. So my line's 50. Wow. What's your line say? 14. I'm on the action network. I don't know what the, you know, that, I mean, everybody, they're all different, you know. You could obviously buy a unit and stuff and get it to whatever, but. Well, lock me in at 15 and a half. I like that number. I got you at 15 and a half. Yeah. Man, I really, really, really want to put pull the string on the Colts. Minus four in Jacksonville because you Cody see, Kessler is starting, but I don't, I don't, it seems like. No, here, Carter, here's why. What's First of all, can you Google an update on Ramsey? He was he was not practicing this week. Can you Google an update real quick? Yeah. If he's playing, why, I'll why tell do you, you. You don't you don't like that if he's playing? If he's playing, I'll tell you exactly why I like the Jaguars and the points here. 
He's questionable. That's what he's listing. Can you get a review? Like, has he practiced? What did he do on Friday? He practiced lightly today. He practiced lightly today? Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me check Roto World here. If anyone is looking for a one-stop shop um, for, like, sports updates, I totally recommend Roto World. I don't know what you use, Carter, but Roto World works real well for me. I just do Bleacher Report. I got all the notifications. I've always liked them. Uh, Ohio State's killing fucking Northwestern right now. Let's go. Well, he did not practice on Thursday. But he, he returned to a limited session on Friday. I'm going to say he's if if he suits up, I really like the Jaguars and the points there. Well, and here's why, Carter. I think it's a trap game. I think the Colts are looking past the Jaguars and looking ahead to the Cowboys. I mean, no, yeah, I see it's it. a, it's I, a I classic don't think I'm trap game. Anything. It, yeah, I just, I, it just looked, it looked like a funny line because you know the Colts have been playing really well, but for, yeah, I don't know. But so, I am gonna go. I think the Bears at the Giants. I think Chase Daniel is obviously starting, and I think the Bears, if they get behind. A big play from Odell. I think they just kind of say, fuck it, we, we'll take one. I did, think the Bears have solidified themselves, so I'm going. Did Giants. Trubisky, did he get, is he going to be out for sure? Yeah, they already listed him as out. Okay, who do the Bears play next week? Let's see. Week 13, we go into week 14, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Rams. I'll take the Giants and the points as well. Yeah, I like I like them. I'm gonna put a hundred on the Giants and four points. I got them at three and a half right now. I still like them. How much? I'm gonna put fifty on all mine. Perfect. Fifty, three and a half. NYJ. Four. 100 ball. Fuck yeah, boy. On next point, I'm going uh, the Packers minus 14 at home against the Cardinals. You like them to cover, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to take them to cover. I'm going to take them to win. Straight up? Straight up for 50. I mean, that's just a safe bet. Yeah, that the odds would be... If you put a hundred on it, you'd be it was nine be nine to one odds. Holy shit! You better hope yeah. they win. <clears throat> Fuck. Let's see. I think this could be interesting. L.A. at Detroit. Um, I'm I'm so indifferent on that right now because the Rams play the Bears next week. Where is that L.A. Chicago game at? When's that one next week? Yeah, week 14. Who's hosting who? Let me see. Just got word from Clyde that he's he's heading to the bar tonight with my ID, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> Shout out to Clyde. <laughs> I thought Clyde was fucking 21 for sure. He is in a, like two or three weeks, but it's uh, in it's in Chicago, by the way. It's in Chicago? Yes. And the Lions are at home against the Rams? Yes. Dude, call me crazy. I, I like the Rams. I mean, I like the Lions and the points. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not not enough to take money on them, no. But it's I mean, it's another potential trap game. 
Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. I'm not that convinced that Houston is good enough to win nine in a row, so I'm taking the Browns and six points in Houston. Fuck it, I'm doing it for 50. I don't think Cleveland is the team that knocks Houston off. I don't know. The way they're – I just like – there's something about them, and I like Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield. My two, my, my first two overall picks in fantasy next year. Let it be learned. Let it be known. You know who I like? Who's that? Watson and Hopkins. You're taking the Texans. I am, dude. I, I just don't think it's gonna be the Browns that beat them. Straight up. Yeah, for fifty. I'm actually selecting all my picks. I'm taking the night, and I'm gonna put it in a ridiculous parlay for like ten bucks. <laughs> And see how much. I might even put 20 on it. Fuck it, dude. I won a lot of money when the Cowboys won, FYI, between you and I. Yeah, I remember you, and everyone you were, else you telling me about that. Yeah. I put a lot on them. I was like, fuck it. This is, if they don't win, it's just not meant to be. And they won. Saved right. my gambling season for real. Facts. Facts. I'm going 100 bucks on the Eagles. Straight up. Monday night. I'm not going to touch the game because it's a Monday night. Well, there we have it, eh? Well, I don't. I think we missed definitely. We we didn't talk about San Fran, Seattle, did we? Oh, oh, I just didn't. I just think if you if you wanted to, you know, if you were interested in putting money on a game, but if you want to do everyone, that's perfectly cool. Oh, 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 hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. We were in that mode. Let me. Uh, are you? But you're yeah, not touching. You you're not one. touching the Broncos, Bengals game. No, no, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah fuck it. I actually, I kind of like the Broncos, Jack. Briskins or Driscoll is some who's starting for the Bengals? Driscoll? Oh, I, I don't really know. Let's see. Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll. <laughs> yeah. Give me the house on the fucking <laughs> Give me the house. I'm writing Denver and I'm gonna put house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys take deeds? Deeds? Ask me if you take deeds. Oh, fuck. The Broncos play the 49ers next week. I got Denver minus five. Yeah. You take, them to, you take them to cover? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to take them to cover too. I think if, if Dalton was healthy, this is a, a game that the Bengals may win. Yeah. Very well, and AJ Green. Well, AJ Green's actually healthy now. Wow. Yeah, AJ Green is going to play. So let's see here. One, two, three. Four. But AJ, it doesn't mean anything if the fucking starting quarterback can't get in the ball. So through our first two weeks of the picks, you're five and seven. And well, I might not be done. I might not be done. But count yours up. No, no, no. I was saying like before this week's. Oh, okay. And one, two. And I'm seven and five, so we're very, very close to being even. So did Carolina win or lose last week? They lost, and they were the favorite. Uh, are they considered still in the hunt, Carolina? Yes, I think they're six and five, right? I'm taking them to win in Tampa Bay. Straight up, straight up. How many games are you taking? Um, that's it for me. That's One, gonna be it for me too. Two, three, four, five, six. I got six. You got seven. 
That's going to be it for me, too. That'll be an interesting week. I would. It'll be crazy to see how uh, some of these put some of these games go. Carter, do you want to know how much ten bucks on that on all my picks I just took wins? How much? One thousand eighty-six. Jesus. If they I'm all gonna, hit, you know what? I'm just gonna throw twenty on it to win twenty-two hundred. If we come back next week, that'll be the first thing we talk about. Oakland Raiders plus fifteen and a half, Steelers minus three, Jacksonville plus five and a half, New York plus three and a half, Green Bay to win, Detroit plus ten and a half, Houston to win, Denver Broncos to cover five and a half, um, Carolina to win. I'm gonna put twenty on it because I won so much for the Cowboy game. It's gonna be to win twenty-one seventy-three. Heck yeah! Place bet. Bet has been placed. That'll be interesting. That, that'll uh. That'll make for an interesting Sunday for me. Oh, yeah. I'll be sitting in my bed all day, blaring classic rock, fucking making shit in my crock pot, living the dream. Living the dream. Living the fucking dream. 28-10 to 10 at halftime, Clemson's beating Pitt. So you think Oklahoma gets in? Georgia bounces out or what? What's up with that? This is going to be a very tough call for me. Um, I, I, I Personally, I think Oklahoma does – uh, jump Georgia, but it's got to be a hard decision because how can you really punish Georgia for losing to Alabama, the number one team, by seven when coaching error uh, pretty much costs you the game? So it's going to be it, – I mean, how do you justify dropping Georgia out and bringing Oklahoma in when Georgia's losses to Alabama <laughs> – you know, Georgia lost – they were with in that. It would be one thing if Alabama blew them the fuck out, but they didn't. Georgia um, – Really, really shouldn't have lost. I mean, it's hard to say, but <clears throat> when you give Alabama the ball at their own 50, fuck. Yeah. Could have yeah. tried to at least pin them deep, you know? And Oklahoma beats Texas by 12, I think, today. So, you know the committees. Now, let me let me tell you this. Say Alabama lost. Now you got Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Oklahoma. You have to pick four of those teams right and that's tough sure is but thank god alabama won that game so in my opinion it'll be alabama won. um i don't see why clemson being in the acc keeps them at two but for whatever reason i'll keep clemson at two um alabama i mean excuse me notre dame at three and in my opinion oklahoma four you have oklahoma alabama uh, in one game, you have Clemson, Notre Dame, and another. I think Alabama beats Oklahoma, and Clemson beats Notre Dame, and the best two teams in the country play for the national title. Alabama needs to hope. Well, I, I don't know because Jalen Hurts looked really good, but they're gonna need, they need to hope that their quarterback situation can you know just play itself out because it's not going if, to. It's a if, clusterfuck. It's been all. It's not going to play itself out now. That that worries me if i'm betting against or if i'm betting for them in the playoffs what do you think dude have you watched an alabama game oh yeah i watched the whole game today i can't even watch them they're so sickening it's it's ridiculous they're not losing i think clemson would have beat them today clemson may have beat them today well clemson's not playing well today well they're up they're up 18 and a half and it's raining like a mess but what do you think about Notre dame Notre dame fucking I mean, they're they're good. They are good, but they're they're in different atmospheres than fucking Clemson and Alabama, in my opinion. I've seen all three teams, seen Notre Dame more than 
Clemson and Alabama, though, and Notre Dame is uh, a step below Alabama and Clemson, in my opinion. So what do you think? Do you think Oklahoma can put up enough points to play with Alabama? <sighs> yes. Um, well, I, because I, Alabama I, can probably score at will on this defense unless they pull something crazy out of their ass. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it's gonna Alabama's defense is gonna get stops in that game. Oklahoma's is not. So the difference in that game is gonna be the stops that Alabama's likely to get three or four, whereas Oklahoma may not get a one. Or they may get lucky and get one, I don't know. But that's the difference. That's a three touchdown difference in my opinion, and that's what Alabama will do. Right. They're just yeah, so I mean, good, dude. It's, but I'm starting to think about what you said. It's really hard to leave out Georgia because Jake Fromm is good as shit. Yeah, you can't forget about Georgia. They played Alabama tough. And like I said, it comes down to a coaching decision. Kids really can't control that. Coach decides they're on a fake punt. Um, completely so, takes them out of the game, by the way. Completely, yeah. Be known. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so how can you say Georgia doesn't deserve to be in there? Uh, Alabama the only- literally was in like a regular defense on this 4th and 11, and they ran like a fucking – fake uh, they tried to throw it but literally like alabama was screaming for it already they were saying yeah it was it's bad it was coaching bad. yeah it's it bad. bad coaching i like, call a timeout and fucking punt the ball dude but yeah as soon as you saw alabama a normal defense why would you go through with that call a timeout punt the fucking ball away and trust your defense that was playing unreal all day to continue to play unreal um yeah if that call, jalen hurts drive the whole length of the field yeah like, and fuck. i get carter trust me i get the thrill if that works, you look like a fucking genius, and your career is probably going to elevate to the next level. But now it failed, and you're at the biggest stage, and it's just a bad look. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, what, what, like, what are you trying to do? Like, it's it's Alabama. Play smart, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not getting that off on them. Like, what? no, no. But they're, they're not trying to block this punt. It, like what? it probably cost them because I can't see the committee not bringing in the Big Twelve champs. Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to look better. They have one loss and a conference title, and Georgia's going to have two losses with no conference title, and that's going to be the reason. And it sucks because I think Georgia's better than Oklahoma, but Oklahoma's got an incredible offense and a very bad defense, and it's going to probably be enough to win the committee over, like you said. Fuck. I know, man. I know. This classic rock tune I got going is fucking blurry. I'm going to be blaring some classic rock as soon as we get off the air, my dude. Facts. I got Saturday Night Live tonight. I'm looking forward to it. More classic rock should be in store. So Yeah, I'm not going to watch Saturday Night Live. I'm going to watch The Office. And I'm probably, <laughs> probably going to whack one off. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, sounds about like a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Sounds about every day. (laughs) I don't think I have anything else to say on on the college football side of things. I just can't wait to see what the committee comes back with. Yeah, man. Next week will be a great episode because we do do Tuesday nights, and Tuesday night we'll find out, correct, as when they do the college football playoffs. Now, Yeah, now Carter will be next Tuesday, next Thursday. That's what we try to shoot for. Correct. uh, we do want to mention that next Saturday we're going to have a uh, a special extraterrestrial episode where we uh, explore theories and beliefs around aliens and other life forms in the universe. So stay Correct. tuned for that. Um, we're going to be posting about it. 
uh, we're looking forward to it. So next week we'll have at least three. We're still trying to work on maybe a guest speaker too. Correct. Very much true. That being said, uh, do you want to jump into the old thought-provoking shit segment? Let me... uh, I went to a local winery today, Carter. uh, It's called Narcissy Winery. It's just north of Pittsburgh. Ooh. Got a pretty bold, dry red uh, Cabernet Capsaw. And uh, I need to take a few sips of it to get ready. Heck yeah. I'm going to restart this classic rock song and... Well, you do that. Yeah, you do that. All right, so let's talk about this thought-provoking shit. Segment one. Our time, calen- our, our time and calendar is an illusion to keep people busy. Let me ask you that. Well, this one's tough because I utilize a digital calendar, and it literally runs my days. So when you sent this one in, it really made me think, Am I being controlled by that fucking uh, calendar or not? Most days I am. So I don't I don't know if they're an illusion or if they're a real thing. I think I think they very well could be utilized as an as an illusion to keep you know people in the the routine of working throughout the week and five that two day weekend and then you know cycling between that. Because, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's not like, you know, there's some significant change in the way we view society or life other than the weather throughout different, you know, months of the year. It's not like anything dramatic tra- like or drastic changes whenever we, you know, drive or whenever we speak. Or or maybe, maybe it does, you know. That could go back to, like, are we just, you know, some type of population that's being controlled under, you know, some or on some screen? Like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my calendar controls my life. If that thing goes down, I would have a tough time functioning throughout the day. I'd forget a lot of shit. So my calendar's like definitely like a lifesaver. Isn't it crazy though how like, you know, we just kind of we go with this that, you know, the next 12 hours is a new day and it's like uh, a new month, but really it's like you just fucking wake, you sleep and you wake up and you exist. There's not like, you know, there isn't a yeah. tomorrow necessarily. It's just, you know, you're just going throughout the stage of life where, you know, yeah. things are different. You make, you, make, you make life sound terrible almost. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> though. You, I mean, for the most part, you wake up, you do your job, uh, you do your side job, those who have side jobs. I, I really got to say I'm jealous of people who just fucking go home after nine to five and that's just it. Um, I do a lot of things on the side. So my free time, I mean, it's totally gone. I really don't have time for anything extra. It's fucking sad sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of weird because, you know, time, why is it like it's controversial because it feels real, you know, it's here, you know, it, it has flow, it has direction and it's always moving forward and it's got order and it's like, it's one thing after another, kind of like, you know, the days in the week, it's just one after another and then you just kind of like looking forward to it, you know what I mean? Time is very precious. You can't get that shit back. Right. And that's what makes time so uh, unbelievably important. Like you said, time goes forward. It never goes backwards. It waits for no man. Um, It's, I mean, you, you literally can't get it back. Once it happens, it happens. 
You get so older the question, every second of every day. I mean, it, it's just really crazy when you try to wrap your mind around it. So, like, the question is, you know, these features of time are, like, actual realities of the physical world, or are they just artificial constructs of human mentality? Let me I think they're, they're artificial objects that the human the human race has implemented to make uh, the routine of having an average and ordinary life uh, be consistent. People really pride themselves on, you know, being good at their job. That calendar helps them stay be stay stay on top of their job because they put meetings in, they put email reminders in, they do a whole lot. Um, and you know, if they're good at the job, they get a paycheck. Money obviously runs the world. That paycheck allows them to take, you know, their girlfriend out on Fridays to eat dinner or whatever it may be, wife and kids out to the movies. So. Those calendars are really just created to, in my opinion, help people just move on with how depressing, you know, ordinary life can be. Right. I got a, I got a piece for you. It's um, a professor named Hugh Price. He's a professor of philosophy at Cambridge University. Uh-huh. Claims that three basic properties of time come not from the physical world, but from our mental states. A present moment that is special some kind of flow or passage and an absolute direction. That's pretty that's pretty crazy. Yeah, can you repeat those? Let me do it again. No, just Hugh Price. Yeah, re, yeah, repeat those. Those are those are deep. Hugh Price, a professor of philosophy at No, just University. the three just the three things. Okay, yeah, I know. I was just gonna Yeah. He claims that three basic properties of time come f- not from the physical world, but from our mental states. A present moment that is special some kind of flow or passage and an absolute direction. Yeah, dude, I, I will tell you, he speaks about the present. Um, in my meditations lately, I've been realizing how much time uh, of my thoughts are consumed by things that have happened in the past and things yeah. that have happened in or things that haven't happened yet, but I'm envisioning the future. Um, it's probably 70 or 80% of the time. So only 20% of the time am I actually in the moment and present with what's happening. So I've really been trying to focus on being in the moment um, throughout the day and I haven't seen anything different yet. But I've also, I'm still in the process of just catching myself when my thoughts are in the past. Dude, what's done is done. And that's really hard to just accept for some people, myself included. It's crazy. I got one. Listen to this. He says, what what physics gives us, Price said, is the so-called block universe where time is just a part of a four-dimensional space-time. And space-time itself is not fundamental, but emerges out of some deeper structure. I need to replay my classic rock tune. Yeah, that guy's way too smart for me. (laughs) Hold on, it gets better. We sense an arrow or direction of time and even of... Like causation, he said, because our minds are subjective ingredient to reality so that we are projecting onto the world of the temporal perspective that we have as agents in this environment. I can't even wrap my mind around that. Isn't it? It's it's very, it's very crazy. I'm buzzing hard, dude. I'm almost too buzzed to to talk about that. Holy crap. Holy crap. Jeez. Yeah, holy cow. What else you got? We got a, we got a lot of um We got a lot of good 
thought-provoking shit tonight. So I'm going to ask you something. What are you pretending not to know? Personally or from a general standpoint? It can be whichever, either or. I think people put out a delusion to the public and... So the public may not – this is tough for me. That Scratch everything I just said. What are you pretending not to know? To me, I, I've got a couple things that I pretend not to know. Okay. Um, and everyone's probably different. Um, but everyone has something that they continue to ignore on a day-to-day basis, but it's holding them back or uh, it could be a long-term issue. So that's really a broad question. I'm, I'm really not sure how to answer that. So I'll maybe I'll just play off what you answer. Yeah, when I when I came across this one, this was it seemed interesting, and I thought long and hard. But like, I think what it means is like, we're pretending not to know that you know, like this tip tomorrow could or tonight could be our you know our last night of sleep, and tomorrow's car. Whenever we get in our car tomorrow, it could be, you know, the very very high chance that we could be involved in a car accident just based on statistics. I'm not you know hoping, but but it's just. A harsh reality but it's very true and i think when we take a lot of these things for granted the fact that you know we're lucky enough to get into a car and you know i think sometimes that we pretend that we have a lot of things that are bad and hard on us but as like you know we pretend not to know that we're really really not that bad when you look at other places in the world does that kind of brought open it up a little bit it, it does a little bit i'm still i'm i'm st- Keep going. I mean, you're, you're stumped. I can tell. I no, I am stumped. There's no doubt. Um, like, I don't what do you? Know what, if, I mean, you. Every we all know like things that are bad that are you know like you know not great things like, but we obviously push those things aside. Like everybody, that's natural, right? Right. Like people know they should stop drinking and yeah, eating bad. They, people know that they have problems. So like you know, yeah, or like, people yeah exactly. People may know that you know criminals may know they're facing trial. Right. Or, like, I know, know that I shouldn't spend the money on Chick-fil-A when I drive by, like, twice a week, but, yeah, fuck, I do. And, you, like, know, you know what I mean? Cre- Cream Hunt probably knew that he could get in trouble for what happened in February, and he was playing right, the right. whole season with that. I mean... So, do you think we kind of push aside the potential downfall of the oh, decisions definitely. we make? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think that's because humans are generally uh, deceiving, and that includes deceiving themselves. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, that that was that's pretty interesting. You know, I when I came across that, I figured we that'd be you know something that we'd have to think about, and that's what this segment's all about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that one that one's puzzling. So this next one, I think you'll you'll uh, you'll enjoy. So what's your why? If you have a big enough why, you always figure out what the what, and or you'll always figure out the what and the how. If you don't have a big why, you'll always use the what and the how as an excuse for not doing the thing you were said you were going to do. So what's, why do you do what you do? Like, what is it? I have a good friend of mine who's college basketball coach, uh, had a acronym and he called it BHAG, B as in Brandon, H as in happy, A as in Apple, G as in George, uh, BHAG. And it stands for big, hairy, audacious goals, AKA, what do you wake up for in the morning? Um, what's so unfortunate is so many people, uh, give up on their big goals and settle into a regular nine to five life. Um, but I, I totally agree with you. If your why is big enough, a, first of all, people are going to tell you how fucking crazy and stupid you are. Trust me. Oh yeah. Um, 
but B, you're going to know that this goal is bigger than those people's comments and you're going to know your what's and your how's and whatever else you need to know to get to that goal and you still may not hit that goal. That's that's the that's the beauty of, of life is you could do everything right, set everything out and you could still not hit those goals. Um, but you got to have your BHAG, you got to be why you get up in the morning, it's got to be your why. And uh, what's unfortunate is so many people don't, you know, once they fail at their big goal, they don't set another one. Like right. once you fail and you move on from a project, start another one. Fuck yeah. I mean, I don't really know what, what much else to say about that. What, right. I mean, what My you- why is like, you know, just generally it's survival of the fittest and, you know, you have to, you wake up and every day it's not, you know, kind of touching on like the last part of this. It's like, it's not promised. So like. You have to kind of, like, what I've learned in the past, you know, from 23 years of my life is, like, if you're not doing it, somebody else is. So that's my why. You know what I mean? If I'm not going to take a step and get better, then I'm going to fall behind. Survival of the fittest, you know? If I don't wake up and go to the gym or if I don't go to the gym or if I don't, you know, do an extra mile if I'm feeling, you know, up to it, like, somebody else is, you know? If I don't exactly. read this next chapter, if I don't read this next chapter for my final you know, somebody else is and I'm not going to get a higher score. Look, there's always someone younger and someone hungrier trying to get to where you're at or even pass you. You always have to remember that. Right. And another thing is, like, it's interesting when you talk to people, this kind of maybe this is part of my why. You, you tell people what you're doing, where you're at in life, and they you can read people who really kind of care and are appreciative and, like, you know, are genuinely supportive and then other people are kind of just trying to read you to judge where they are in their life yeah. to where you are and i fucking oh, yeah. feed off i love it yeah, i yeah. love it love it i just I, I can read people so well and i'm like yeah let's go like uh, you want to race like that's motivating to me exactly. i don't know what it, it's kind of fucking weird but i feed off of that exactly it's like okay what do you like i because i don't look i don't like try and you know one up somebody on what i'm doing or what they're doing you know what i mean but yep. when I see people trying to do that, I'm like, all right, you know, let's go. Let's race to the finish line. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Stop provoking shit. What do you think about that tonight? We got one more, but those three were pretty interesting, eh? They were. They were. What's what's our last one? So what's the potential upside? What's the effort involved? And what's the likelihood of success? What's the strategic value? You know, this can be any business model, any business plan, but our, I mean, I'd like to talk about it like as our podcast, like okay, why sure. we're doing this. Yeah, so like sure. if you wanna, you wanna Up, talk about upside, and then I'll yeah, talk oh about yeah. upside. And we'll yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Look, uh, upside's unlimited. Um, paid ads are so underpriced; it's nothing now to for your content to reach people all over the world for fifty dollars. Um, I I just think that opportunity is everywhere and the internet has made the world flat uh so therefore podcasts which continue to grow and digital based content i just think the upside is literally unlimited i mean that's all i can really say about it there's unlimited upside in this space we're trying to compete in correct and the idea of you know being able to build a brand and like a a following and you know have the the chance of you know having like a, a like a group of like a fan base of consistent listeners and you know people that we could potentially reach that maybe hear a message from us or hear something, whether it be sports, whether it be just someone that's relatable or the, you know, they hear the thought provoking shit segment by all means. And they just relate and they want to, you know, 
continue a dialogue even more. Like that's that's the goal in this, you know what I mean? And there's but so much upside whenever we, like you said, the paid ads and whenever yeah. we really put time into it. Yeah, that's that's no the doubt. that's the upside, you know. And what yeah. what more could we want than to you know try and you know positively impact somebody's life by you know giving them a relatable message. From an effort standpoint, it takes a lot. You have to spend a lot of time on Twitter engaging. I have to Facts. spend a lot of time on Instagram engaging. We have to commit our own finances to fund paid ads. Right. Uh, we have to commit our own finances to upgrade our softwares, our hardwares, and our mics and our computers. We have to give up our own finances for our giveaways. The Amazon gift card will be given away here at the end of December. Yes. Um, so the effort involved is tremendous, and I think the effort part is what separates the real uh, digital content monsters versus the fake. Because um, as soon as you have to give up $50 of your own money to run a paid ad to get a couple thousand views on your video, and then you run it and you don't get the results back you expected, I mean, boom, you're crushed and you give it up. Right. Yeah, you hit that, on, you hit that nail on the head. I mean... You know, putting away, putting aside personal but, time, setting aside personal time, that's yeah. effort indeed. Yeah, but what people don't realize is you have to target the audience with some engagement type content and then target that same exact audience again with a call to action. People right. don't realize you need to run two ads. You need to target you need to target people with uh, just an engagement ad, like like or retweet or whatever it may be. Right. Um, and then you have to target them with a call to action and ask them to watch your pod or sell your or buy your shirt, whatever it may be. Right. But people give up after. I mean, seriously, it's like people give up digging when they're almost about to strike gold. That's really that's really really good. That that wow. Fuck. And, I mean, the likely. And, I, I mean, mean, like the. Go ahead, my bad. You just you just see it all the time. Um, there's nothing more upsetting to me than seeing a middle-aged person in a nine-to-five job that they hate. Yeah. Um. You just hate to see it. And I I don't want to be one of them. I don't want to be 45 years old, work you know nine to five every Monday through Friday, get the weekends off. I don't want to be living my life to get the Friday at 5 p.m. I don't want to be living my life for the weekends. When I was in school, I lived my life for the weekends. But once I got to college, the weekends were full of basketball. But anyways, I always were like, oh, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, or oh, next day off, next day off. I want to build a life for my, and I'm no, I'm not nowhere near this, but I want to build a life for myself that I um, just don't get through days looking looking forward to something, whether it be a cheat meal or uh, half day at work or a holiday. I want to get to a point where every day feels like a holiday. Yeah, and you know this kind of goes into the next one, the likelihood of success. I mean, I think we both would love to be able to make this like a not only a passion and like a, you know, a side job, but a, like an actual in job where we could, you know, make income from. And I think the likelihood of success just yeah. depends on the amount of time and work that we want yeah. to put into and, it. And, you know, and that and that's the end goal. And I think what's important is setting small goals. Right. Yeah. But yeah. setting small goals that add up to hit a larger goal. Yeah. A lot of people will set will set their goals to create the next Facebook or whatever when all they needed to do was you know, set, set their first goal as to make $500 extra a month, whether right. it be garage sailing or, uh, cleaning or landscaping, snow shoveling, whatever. But they say, well, I'm going to make the next Facebook. 
and then they have no idea how the fuck they get to that level. Case in point, like our goal was by Christmas to get 100 followers on Instagram, and we surpassed that by December 1st. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, think about how small of a rel- like a subjective goal that is, just 100 followers, you know what I mean? And it's a, a, it's a building block, and yeah. I, I think the fact that we had an inst- Instagram influencer on this show helped us. He gave us a shout-out uh, for free, and he appeared on this show for free. Uh, and these Instagram influencers really have some big pools. So that's definitely something that's in our 2019 plans. Not only the paid ads, but also contacting influencers and uh, negotiating a little bit. Right. And look, I feel pe- like there's... Look, people, don't, don't give up. If, yeah, fuck if, that. If, if, fuck if, that. What's that cliche saying? If at first you don't succeed, try again or whatever. Yeah, you miss Live 100% it. of the shots you don't take. Live it. Live all that shit. Lap it up. Write Lap. it on a fucking dry erase board that you see every day when you walk out of your house at 5 a.m. to get to the fucking gym. Heck yeah. Do what you got to do to motivate yourself to achieve your goals and become the successful person that you know you were born to be. Facts. Thanks for tuning in to the Front Porch Pod. It would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on iTunes. We can't grow this show without your continued support, and we can never thank you enough.